Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Right at this very minute, he is in absolute and total control over the affairs of our world. So what is it that you need him to unlock inside your heart? Are you still a slave to the desire to prove yourself to other people or to fear, to lust, greed? Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth became one of us so that we might be set free to know him. We don't need to prove ourselves to this world or to God. We love to think that we can accomplish great things in this world, but the truth is that we are helpless. As Pastor Robert reminds us in today's message, we need His sovereign power to free us from sin and realize His greater purpose in and through us. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. guy that did my testing at the at the at the hospital last week he he said you know it was so funny he said you suggest that your age is 58 I said yes that's correct he says well the tests say you're 57 so that's that's okay <laughs> and then he starts telling me the other test results what he was telling me is you're an old guy and the tests prove it and you and he kept emphasizing he's like now would be a good time for a lifestyle change But it's motivated me to get out early in the morning and just go walk. Just go move, you know, just walk. And I've had some of the sweetest times in the spirit walking down the railroad track. Me and Jesus, I'm listening for trains. Don't be be asking me about the trains. Me and Jesus picking up golf balls because it's right by the golf course, Miami Shores Country Club. I got a big old collection of golf balls. A buddy of mine plays, I don't play golf. I don't have time for golf, but a good friend of mine plays golf. So I got a box of golf balls to give him. Just from like the last month. Just walking along, praying, talking to the Lord, spending time with God. That's my secret place. Do you understand what I'm saying? There's nobody else around. I rarely bump into anybody, once in a while. Once in a while, if I'm a little late getting started, this morning I was out there at six, so very few people like to walk in the dark on the railroad tracks. John was aware of God's presence with him, and he was focused only on that interaction with God. Nothing else mattered. That's what he means. Please hear my heart with this, guys. 
God is unchanging in his nature, right? He is who he is. That's even what he said in the beginning with Moses. You remember? I am. Tell them that I am sent you. It's unchanging, immutable. He is who he is forever. And he always behaves according to who he is. Or to put it another way, God's conduct is always in perfect harmony with his eternal, immutable nature. What does that mean to us? Well, at the risk of sounding sacrilegious, it means God is a talker. God is a talker. In the beginning, what did he You know, John chapter 1, the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Do you understand what I'm saying? He describes himself in terms of communication. The Word, he still communicates. He did not write a book and then close his mouth forever. That's completely illogical. Makes no sense. He hasn't changed. He's still communicating. He gave us the authoritative word of God so that we have that concrete written word to look back to so that if we hear something that we're not sure about, if we think, you know, the Lord's leading us in this way or, you know, the Lord's showing us this or the Lord's speaking this to our hearts, we have the the authoritative, inerrant word of God to go to to check it out. Just like, am I, am I right on this? Is this weird? Is this... So we have that. But it doesn't mean he stopped talking. He said to John, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last. He hasn't stopped being who he always has been. He hasn't stopped doing what he always has done. He wants to talk to you. He wants you to know him, not just know about him. Why would he ever stop communicating? And if this whole idea of being in the Spirit is a little strange to you, then please make it a priority to start getting alone with him on a regular basis. And just be honest with God. I don't have that kind of relationship with you. If you're still talking, if, if Pastor Robert's right and you still personally communicate, then I want to hear from you. I need to hear from you. Just tell him and then trust him. Turn off your electronics and open your Bible. Ask the creator of the cosmos to meet with you and to open the eyes and ears of your soul to hear his voice. Then John was told, what you see, write in a book and send it to the seven churches which are in Asia. These were specific cities, these seven cities that are listed. By the way, these were not the only churches in that region, but he identifies these specific seven to whom he was communicating there in western Turkey, the region to which John had been called. Irenaeus, Clement, and Eusebius would later write that after John's time of imprisonment on this island, he returned to Ephesus and that he visited each of these cities to appoint leaders there. Tradition says he was um, in Ephesus when he died, that he died and, and was buried there in, in Ephesus. And then verse 12, he says, Then I turned to see the voice that spoke with me, and having turned, I saw seven golden lampstands. And in the midst of the seven lampstands, one like the Son of Man, clothed with a garment down to the feet, girded about the chest with a golden band. His head and hair were white like wool, white as snow, and his eyes like a flame of fire. His feet were like fine brass, as if refined in a furnace, and his voice as the sound of many waters. He had in his right hand seven stars. Out of his mouth went a sharp two-edged sword, and his countenance was like the sun shining in its strength. 
when I saw him, I fell at his feet as dead, but laid his right hand on me, saying, Do not be afraid. I'm the first and the last. I'm he who lives and was dead, and behold, I'm alive forevermore. Amen. And I have the keys of Hades and of death. Think about that. John knew Jesus. John knew Jesus. John, John may have known Jesus better than any other human being, aside from maybe his mom and his brothers. He spent three years living in close proximity to him. And he was, he was confident. We see in his writings, John was confident that Jesus loved him. He refers to himself as, as the disciple Jesus loved. But then when he saw Jesus, not as a carpenter teacher, as a suffering savior, the babe in the manger, but, but in all of his glory as the king of kings and the Lord of lords, he, he says he fell at his feet in terror like a dead man. The Spirit of God and His providential timing would shift our attention to the eternal identity of the baby who was born in Bethlehem. This magnificent conquering king who has promised to rule the nations of the earth with a rod of iron, who loves you enough to suffer and die for you to purchase your freedom. He, the one who loves you, holds the keys of Hades and of death. Right at this very minute, he is in absolute and total control over the affairs of our world. So what is it that you need him to unlock inside your heart? Are you still a slave to the desire to prove yourself to other people or to fear, to lust, greed? Almighty God, the creator of heaven and earth, became one of us so that we might be set free to know him. Not so that we know about him, and go about our business with the knowledge that he exists, but so that we would be redeemed and set free to enjoy personal fellowship with him, to be able to go get in the spirit from time to time and, and just be with him. Our glorious God became a little human baby so that we could be set free to go into the secret place where he is without the terror that John experienced when he received this revelation. God the Son set aside His glory for a time so that you and I might live fearlessly the adventure that He prepared for us, so that we would be enabled to throw off everything that hinders us from living every minute of every day in close, personal fellowship with His Spirit. That's what He wants for you, to enjoy Him, to enjoy Him. Many people today ponder the end of the world. It spawned books, songs, and discussions throughout time and across the globe. Though many views exist, only one is true, and it can be found in the pages of Revelation. This vast book details Jesus' eventual return to earth to finally judge the evil that exists. This will be a glorious day for believers, but quite a trial for those who refuse to acknowledge Jesus. The coming judgment will be tremendous and tragic. So right now is the time to introduce everyone we know to the redemption and love of our Savior. Pastor Robert will have much more to teach us from its pages next time. But for now, you can learn more about this ministry by visiting our website, MainThingRadio.com. Listen to additional teachings by clicking on podcast and download our mobile app to take Main Thing Radio with you on the go. 
You can even find us on social media. Come and follow our Facebook and Twitter accounts to keep up to date with everything that's happening at Main Thing Radio and Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. We'll let you know how you can get involved, and we'd love to have you be a part of the conversations there. Find links to our accounts at our website, MainThingRadio.com. With that, our time with you has come to an end. But join us again to keep studying verse by verse, chapter by chapter, through the book of Revelation, here on Main Thing Radio. Main Thing Radio.